You shoot me in a dream, you better wake up and apologize. Stuff your stories in a sack, mister. I'm sorry! Congratulations! You've unlocked all apologies, a show about apology tours and demanding satisfaction. I'm your host, Andy Q. Public, and with me, as always, is your co-host, Joe Sixpack. 666. What's going on, everybody? A uh, reminder that... March 9th, Comedy at the Carlson, subreddit Surfing Live, featuring Carl Hamburger doing stand-up that somebody else wrote for him. Andy and I will be there doing our show live, and this is on the heels of Stuttering John bailing out on the live show that Vinny set up for him. So he's not going to be there, but we refuse to accept that, and he's going to be there uh, in one way or another, whether he likes it or not, you know, so... We're going to be bringing him to the show, but uh, got, we're super got, excited about it. We're bringing this new video format to you right now. Andy, uh, let me throw it back over to you. What do you have uh, anything you'd like to say about our new video format and what we're trying to do here? Well, I'm very excited. It's been a long time coming. I always knew that the show would end up in this context, so... It was it was the inevitable evolution of the show. So I'm glad. I guess maybe you could say that. Sorry, but we're still working on uh, not stepping on each other because this is Streamyard is playing with the audio a little bit. But um, if you're, you, chances are you're going to be listening to this where you usually find the show and not even know that it's available on video now. That's correct, and I think we were explaining it. We're doing uh, mini bonus episodes now, too, that are Patreon only. Yeah. So you're always going to get this free audio version of the show, but there is going to be the video version where you can actually tell us apart and see who's talking and know what the fuck is going on. You and that you still can't tell us apart. It's labeled. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm -hmm. And that is going to live on Patreon. So I'm going to yeah. cut this up into a bunch of promotional things for social media so people will be aware that it exists. We'll put some but, clips on YouTube so our YouTube channel is a little more lively. I apologize for that before. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to figure out more content for YouTube. But in the meantime, uh, you're always going to have the regular audio version of the show. So, but yeah, maybe we should promote the Minnesota a little bit. We um, covered uh, Mark Ruffalo's uh, Twitter fiasco. Uh, Lord well, yeah, Lord. The, um, the segment that we've been doing up until now, the Instagram roundup segment yes. of the show that is now going to be the mini second episode of the week uh for patreon yep and yeah we featured joe coy from the golden globes and mark ruffalo um getting guy. fooled by ai <laughs> and uh lauren bobert being in the news again for being white trash and then also Oh, the Saints, uh, Saints Falcons uh, blow up where the Saints embarrassed the Falcons and the head coaches got into it over. Being, yeah, somehow being the Saints lost. won, but they still lost. Yeah, yeah. The uh, Rosie Perez, uh, white men can't jump. Sometimes when you win, you actually lose. We'll have to settle for this. That's for you the are team. the ones who are the ball lickers. The yes. football lickers. 
All right. So let's get in the first part here. Now, when we talk about the bonus Instagram stuff, this both of the things we're featuring today are from that. I, I covered these already, and these were the ones that I said, we need to revisit this and figure out exactly what's going on right, because right. it's too crazy and interesting. Mm-hmm. And the first one was the YouTube plagiarist James Summerton, who uh, re-uploaded his apology video after taking it down. And it uh, it was 35 minutes long. Now this is I because I still like have no idea what the fuck's going on with this, so I'm looking forward to you explaining it to me more. It's pretty, it's pretty interesting, especially when you talk about shows like ours, shows like other shows that feature clips from things, and you're there's always kind of uh, some stuttering asshole trying to sue you because they don't understand how fair use works and transformative content works. So when you hear somebody getting fully taken to task for plagiarism, somebody like me, uh, your ears start burning and you you sit up a little straighter in your chair and pay attention. Uh, I'm happy to say that what this guy was up to was a whole nother level of just crazy, like fully plagiarizing shit. And I'll, I'll explain why. Because in clip one, James starts off playing the pity card. He's going to make us try and feel bad for him before he owns up to what he was really up to. Hi, everyone. I'm sorry for uh, taking so long to make this video or to say anything. I'm in the hospital. I've been in the hospital uh, for a little over a week. I tried. Fuck. I tried to do something really stupid. I'm really only here now because before I, I did it, I, I called my dad to talk to him one more time and he figured out something was wrong and called paramedics or 911 or they got here and uh, woke up in the hospital. Now, he doesn't really elaborate on what he did. I'm assuming he took a bunch of pills, right? Are they them okay? <laughs> yeah. Well... He called his dad, who knew something was wrong, because James was like, I don't hate your guts. I love you. Have a nice life. Goodbye forever. And somehow his dad cracked the code and called the police. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, this okay. is... Is this a gambit for, you know, uh, if you make fun of me too much, I'll kill myself? Exactly. Because uh... this this guy has been straight up denying everything that People have been coming at him in the chat saying, I know what you're doing and he for a long time. And it's it's not until now that he's sort of, you know, turning a corner on owning up to what it's all about. And I'll get to why. Um, but can, James, can, can we make fun of him for every other thing other than like the thing that he is so broken up about? I'm only going to make fun of him. Yeah, yeah, totally. Please. All right. right. Okay. Now, James. looks like fucking uh, Doug or uh, somebody who's the bully on Doug. That's like, I was a little too old when that came out, but he looks like some bullshit character on Doug. 
And uh, oh, yeah, Ed says Roger Klotz is the bully from Doug. <laughs> Good Thank to you. know. Now, James was, is a YouTuber. His his pronouns are was, is. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> the, the, uh, the pity isn't why James is making this video in clip two. Anyway, I'm not trying to make this a sob story. I'm just, I'm just trying to explain um, why I've been so quiet. We made, he made these queer culture in film videos where he would do deep dive analysis about Captain Hook and Mr. Smee sucking each other off. It's like that, that was the context of most of his videos. Well, they were okay. sailors. I, I thought that was understood. <laughs> Correct. Now, you might be asking yourself, what is this guy blithering about? In clip three, we're going to find a little, uh, a little bit more. I lost my best friend because of this. Nick and I had been best friends since 2000, 2011 or 12. We'd been friends online, and then... He lived in Ottawa, and I, I moved to Ottawa so that we could be, like, friends in person. And, and then we moved back to... I moved back to Nova Scotia, and Nick came with me, and then I eventually moved to the Toronto area. And we lived together for um, seven years? Eight years? We lived together for a really long time. And uh, he, he hasn't sp spoken to me since this happened. So, boy troubles is the answer to why this guy is so upset. Uh, this, this guy, Nick, was helping James. Like he, James started doing the format of the show before, and then he met this guy, Nick, brought him into the fold, and then Nick didn't really understand the full scope of what James was up to on the channel, but the fact that this has all come to light now has just Nick cutting james out of his life okay are you following this what was the format there this like queer yeah it's queer, it's going like uh, hey have you ever seen Sandwich. beauty and the beast yeah have you ever seen beauty and the beast that guy that is always following gaston around that guy wants to suck his dick and the candlestick and the clock are doing it you know off screen that that's like his whole channel is explaining that kind of agenda into every side character in a Disney film. Basically. Okay. <laughs> That's the format of the channel. Killing it. Well, some people are into that. Did Roger Klotz and Doug have a gay relationship? According to James Summerton, yes, for sure. Mm. Okay. And also Bert and Ernie. Now, James is going to try the white privilege Dave Chappelle joke where, he, I'm sorry, officer, I didn't know that I was not allowed to do that. I want to say that I'm really, really sorry. Really, really sorry. Shut the stuff in the videos, not crediting people. And for a lot of videos, I did the opening titles things. And I tried to put, like, this is based on this person's research or this person's book. But I, I know, I, I know now that that wasn't, that wasn't enough. It wasn't okay. And, and then there were a lot of times that, uh, there were a lot of times that stuff just got put in and there was no attempt at crediting anybody.
And I'm really, really sorry. So I always make those jokes about not putting the links in the bio and blah blah blah. Like, what are, what are you what are you, what are we what are we really trying to do over here with the production oh, of our show? Maybe spinning. we'll start. He's coming, everyone. Um, just like Mr. Smee and uh, and Gaston, they're coming. And you froze up, Andy. So I was oh yeah, coming. you were freezing a little bit too. But you know, we're we're working. It's the first show. It's the first live stream. Or not live, but so was well, it not transformative in any way? It wasn't transformative in any way. <laughs> he was <laughs> literally copy pasting a, a an author's full book. It was the book was about what you know Jack Sparrow letting Orlando Bloom plunder his treasure chest. Like the book is fully about that, and James Summerton was like just reading the book into the camera, basically, without saying that it was that guy's book. Okay, I, I, fine, whatever. Uh, that's fine. But I still kind of have a problem with this because you're already taking, like, uh, canon characters from another larger property and making it whatever you want. You know, like, I don't, I, I don't know where the line is with that of, like, on the level of like Rosencrantz and Guildenstern going way back to like taking side characters from Shakespeare and making a whole other thing about it. I suppose that's like maybe the classic example of this only Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are fucking each other. I don't know. I don't know where the line is with that. You know, it's just odd to me. I can't, I can't make heads or tails of, of this and his, uh, sob story that he's sobbing about, but not trying to make it a sob story. It, it makes zero sense to me. Well, maybe it'll make more sense to you as we move along. But the fact that somebody wrote a book, because it, it's not like in the Disney movies, they're saying, well, those two characters are clearly gay. They, that never is said in Beauty and the Beast or Captain or Peter Pan or both are gay. Well, that, that's, that's your thesis. You can write a book about that. This other person wrote a book about all the Disney characters, and James Summerton read it on the on a monetized channel for a lot of money. We'll get into that, too. But in clip five, James will explain a bit more about what he was actually doing. Um, and I'm not... I'm not sorry that I got caught. I'm sorry for ever doing it. I didn't, I honestly, honestly didn't realize that I was hurting people. Now, people were on to this guy and he'd get called out in the comments and he'd add, but based on the works of graphics to the videos that he had already created and think that was good enough. You need to understand how flagrant it was though, because Word for word, reading someone's book in articles like he would just Google. This is the subject that I want my episode to be about. Find mm. articles that other people wrote for real publications mm. and just read them like he, like it was his thoughts. Yeah, you. but you could just up. You can use a source and upload it to ChatGPT and it'll pump out, you know, uh, an original original script of. Of that for you. I mean, well, this was he going on. He, 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 he just didn't take savvy enough to do that. 
Yeah, but if I, if, yeah, if I turned, if I, if we hit record on this and I started going four score and seven years ago, we, the people hold these truths to be self-evident that I have a dream to float like a butterfly and sting like a bee. Mm -hmm. People are going to be like, oh, I think I've heard that before. And Andy. that's people are just, people knew the source material that he was reading on his channel. And they were just like, what the fuck are you doing? You're, you're ripping this author off. Yeah. Andy, sh uh, sugar, sugar daddy top and tw twinkish, uh, bottom, uh, fanfic go. So they it's take a the pool, they take Check pool use to each other's booty holes. <laughs> and somebody, somebody really, really hits a nine ball into the side pocket. And then the Whitaker comes in with a wonky eye <laughs> and a horse cock. Anyway, go ahead. Thank you. Um, so this all comes to a head when this other queer streamer that goes by H Bomber Guy made a three over three hour long video exposing James. That's what and you. <laughs> You, I mean, you didn't watch the video, but uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, clip six, please, Ed. Yeah, and I'm really, really, really sorry for the things that I did in the videos. Copying people's work and not crediting them properly or at all. I also want to apologize for the, the misinformation and just outright lies that ended up in the videos. And honestly say that... I never intended for any of that to any of that stuff to be in the videos. In most cases, I didn't write it, but I, sh you know, it was my face on the channel. It was my name on the channel. I should have, I should have been more diligent about uh, fact checking and stuff. Literally, in in the H Bomber guy video, he has pages from the book highlighted, like saying. Like, this is all the stuff that he read at. And there, it's like one word is crossed out so that it suits more of like the topic that the, like the way he's assigning the conversation. But it's literally just changing one word. Mm. So it, it was that flagrant. And yeah. there were other instances in other videos that I was saying multiple um, stories he was using. And He's like, I color coded it all so you could see like this, this part was from this, this person that wrote this article. This was from this article, this, and it's just the whole page looks like a rainbow of like all of the shit that he was stealing from other people. Andy, you said each bomber guy spent three, three hours, a three hour video. Mm -hmm. and, then, and then Don Knotts was like, what? Yeah, yes. <laughs> exactly. How? So is this going to be what you do for you, instead of drops? You're just going to have different posters that you're going to refer to behind you. Is that how I this, I mean, this hey, video we, format we, is going to work? Uh, I'm a madman. Yeah, <laughs> please do more of that. <laughs> it's a video format now. I don't know. Yeah, I'm struggling with the new format. Oh, I want to thank uh, H Bomber Guy and his team for setting up the fund to make some money available for the authors that were wronged and the journalists and writers. And I want to help somehow. I don't know how a lot of, I've seen a lot of people online saying how much money I apparently make and they're way overestimating 
beyond the fact that Nick and I split everything 50-50, they're still way overestimating how much money came in. And uh, the Toronto area is expensive, so there's not really any kind of savings. I'm, I'm moving home. The cost of lube alone. Yeah, right. How much does hair dye cost? <laughs> I don't know exa- the exact amount, but people crunch the the numbers in like a subreddit, and it people are claiming eighteen thousand dollars a month. That's and he's saying he was, yeah, and he was saying he was splitting it fifty fifty with Nick, and it still adds up to like about two hundred thousand dollars a year all said and done with the different revenue streams that they had. So you're still talking a six figure annual income, you know, Toronto dollars or not. Meanwhile, I guarantee a lot of money. there's no way anybody who wrote this fanfic is seeing money like that anywhere. Not, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I Look, doubt it. It's not even fans buying for this. It's not even fanfic. It is like, uh, sociology articles about queer culture that just drill down on pop culture like figures in in literature, you know. So, um, it is stuff that is researched and written professionally that people are trying to make a living off of doing, and it's not like us where we're playing like this dumb video. And it's like, I'm not playing H bomber guys, three hour video. Cause I don't want to fucking credit him and put the link in the bio. This video is by James Summerton. Who's a fucking dildo that nobody cares about, but we got nothing to worry about. We don't make any money. This guy's making a hundred thousand dollars a year off of an author's book that, and the author's just like, I'm trying to sell this book. You're just reading it to anybody on the internet. Uh, is it called easy for you to say, or, uh, yeah. what, <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've heard this story before. It's called "Easy for You to Gay." <laughs> <laughs> oh, but like I was saying, here we go with the link in the bio shit. In case you're wondering, James Summerton made this. This is what I just explained. I'm setting it up again. But James Summerton made this video, and I, you know, if I have to cite my sources just to talk about something, that's. Not it's not the kind of show that I want to do, but he just wasn't taking like that half measure to say this is where I found all the stuff that like you have to put your own spin on it in some way, right? That's that's the real problem with all of this is he's just straight up reading somebody else's work. Clip mm-hmm. seven. So put it either in the description or the pinned comment the the names of the authors. So that anyone watching the video knows where all of the information came from, that it wasn't me going out doing journalism. I never, I never thought anyone thought that I was doing like journalism and stuff, and I don't, I don't think anyone did. Uh, no. The people who actually were doing it should have been given the credit that they deserved. They did the hard work. All I did was edit a video. They did the hard work, and they they deserved the credit. Sorry about that. Phone stopped recording. Yeah, it died. Because up anymore? Yeah, the length of this apology video is thirty-five minutes, and I, when you start watching it, there's so many pregnant pauses, dead air, that I had the wherewithal to just 
run it through AI to cut that all out. It went from 35 minutes to 19 minutes. I remember when you played the original clip and we just like talked over it. Like he was just crying in the background periodically yeah. while we had a conversation over it. Yeah. So I, I mean, based on that short clip that I played, I, I had the intelligence to just cut it all out before I even started trying to clip this up. Mm-hmm. And people back to what he said, though, that people did not people did think you were doing well. The people that knew your source material, nobody thought that you were doing real research, but you were acting like you were. What does the future look like for James Somerton? Let's find out in clip eight. I'd like to do videos that are fully sourced, where I will put a link to the script where you can find all the sources so that everyone is properly... You know what and I never do? Read the fucking description of a fucking video. Any kind of research that's done, credit for any B-roll that's used, whether it's like stock footage or movies or TV shows or video games or anything like that. Have it all in there. I would like to become a really, really good example of giving proper credit. You know, my favorite part of every book is the bibliography. I can't wait to go to the movies and sit through the credits. It's the best yep. part. Yep. I mean, I, I can understand why you wouldn't want to do that. It's boring and tedious, but... And nobody you... cares, really, except for, I mean, H-bomber guy or whatever. Well, you, care. you know what's really easy? You, you get an email one day, and it says, from H-bomber guy, and you go, delete... And the and problem problem solved. Where where is the recourse? Were you served papers? Did anybody take any legal recourse at this? You've got a fucking extension cord tied to a rafter over gay fanfic. What? Ignore this. Yeah. Nobody gives a fuck. Continue to uh, pile up uh, that pink money that they had, the loonies and the toonies. Or whatever the fuck they your money is up there. Well, Move on with your life. Maybe if people were coming at you as hard as they were coming at James in the comment section, then your your feelings would be as hurt as James's were. In they did. Time. We're going to get to that segment. <laughs> Before I went to the hospital, I, I read a lot of stuff from people who were really hurt. Not, not just authors and stuff, but people who watched my videos who were hurt by stuff in them. People think that I, I hate ace people and women and bisexual people and lesbians, and that's not true. It's not true. I'm sorry that stuff made it into videos that just shouldn't have been there. Misinformation and lies. I promise you I did not write that stuff. We know you didn't write it. That's the whole point. Everybody knows that everything that comes out of your mouth was somebody else's first. So, wait, I I don't even understand that. So, I kind of, like, stole or, you know, and also, when you steal something, you kind of, like, like it, right? Like, you took it because you liked it. So, so you took some queer fanfic, and then they come at you like, you hate bisexual and gay people because you took their work. That that doesn't even, that, that doesn't even make sense. At all. Well, I think those people that were saying that type of stuff, 
think that he's only about the gay agenda and You're not about unity, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He th- he thinks that he, they they think that he only cares about gay culture and not all the other letters in the alphabet. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, well That's that makes that sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this yeah. is where James tries to mend his friendship with Nick. I specifically want to apologize to asexual people who feel like I just completely delegitimized you. Nick being ace, I I I know it's kind of like, you know, no two gay people are exactly the same and no two ace people are exactly the same. But I kind of, when it came to that, I would just kind of run with Nick's judgment um, and his observations and stuff like that. I'm not, I'm not trying to throw Nick under the bus, which a bunch of people saying that I was setting him up as doing, which is not true. It's a whole thing. Nick and I were 50-50 partners. It wasn't, I hired him to have a scapegoat or something like that. I never hired Nick. Nick and I were roommates for years before I started doing YouTube videos. And then they started to, people started watching them. And I asked Nick if he wanted to help me write them. And he said yes. And we started splitting the, first the AdSense and then the Patreon and then the uh, sponsorships. We just split everything. Nick was never <laughs> supposed to be a fall guy. He was helping you copy and paste the shit. But I'm, I'm pretty sure this is what the whole video is about. The, the, like the hate and the loss of the money is all just secondary to James fucking over Nick and Nick cutting him out of his life because... Are you a psychiatrist? <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't make... A, like If I was reading Stuttering John's book and he politely asked me to stop, I wouldn't make a 40 minute video sniveling on the internet about it. He's this guy is obviously heartbroken over the loss of his friendship and it's just so super gay. Yeah, it seems like that's the the bigger issue. Mm-mm-mm. Look at you now. <laughs> James references this other YouTube channel that is doing it right in clip 11. If you watch the channel, Be Kind Rewind, they're they're an amazing channel that do a lot of retrospectives on the title from a movie. And I would love to do that for gay movies. Credit it. Yeah, you stepped on my joke. I was like, did they come up with that? That's how it's plagiarized too. That's all these people are doing is plagiarizing shit. Um and James says that his biggest demon is laziness. I can relate to that. Clip twelve. Part of me that was lazy was the copy and paste part. Instead of just putting it into my words and just citing them properly and giving them credit, that's where the laziness came in. I wasn't trying to be malicious. That was just laziness. And I promise for anyone who does watch the videos that I make going forward, I promise that will never happen again. Maybe fuck yourself. Yeah. I need to know what the spectrum of laziness when creating content is, though. Because you have, like, what what I do, editing clips of other videos and goofing on them. Then you have Stuttering John just reading Shuli's Anonymous 
And when he can't log into it, he just face plants. Because, I mean, that's all he was doing at one point, which is logging into Shuli's Anonymous and reading everything that was on there. And that was his show until, uh, you know, until he got blocked out of that. He and now and then, my clip or my, yeah. my comment. Right, right. And then you have what James Summerton is doing. That's the, uh, the spectrum of plagiarism, <laughs> as yeah. I understand it. Hey, I'm a lazy person, but I don't just read whatever somebody else wrote on the internet. Yeah. Yeah, and you're right. You just paste it in the chat GPT and then, you know, that's the easiest thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that says they're on the spectrum, all right. Right. Uh, everyone thinks that they know what James is going to do next with his Patreon channel, and they're right. I welcome the highest level of scrutiny on the on the new videos. As for Patreon, I'm going to reactivate it because I saw a lot of people because I need money. Social media saying that I was probably going to reactivate it right on January 1st so that everyone could get a surprise billing and I could take the money and run and no, first of all, that was never my plan, and I'm not going to do it. I'm going to reactivate it now so that anyone who wants to leave, which I imagine will be the vast majority, can leave and not have to be worried about being billed again in January. And also, it's this seems like a, a give an inch, take a mile type of, oh, Patreon, it's active again. P.S. You know, feel bad for me, and uh, maybe some of this money will go to some of the authors. Maybe some of it will go somewhere else. Well, let's let's see how how things shake out. Is that how it works? You have to reactivate it so people can unsubscribe. Is that what he um, said? Well, I think it's set up so that it just automatically deducts out of your account at the beginning of the month. So you have to, you have, it has to be active for you to opt out. Mm, so he's mm. activating it so people can opt out mm. or he can get more money and give it to the people that should have got it in the first place. Well, I think Andy, that's when, what he's trying to when, do. When you set up our Patreon, set it up so people can't opt out. Yes. Okay. I'm also going to set it up only in my name and take the money and run. Oh, you're going to. James, my Nick. <laughs> You're going to be Nick in this scenario. <laughs> You're going to be, I, I, I'm going to be asexual and you're going to be gender queer or whatever. Oh, <laughs> whatever now it is. We're going to get all kinds of fanfic about this now. Yeah. It's going to be a uh, very uh, Dean and Sam uh, supernatural <laughs> fanfic esque. Uh, well, that last, was uh, painful. Last clip, Joe. One more. Okay. James is going to sum up. The last <laughs> half hour of our lives. I'm really, really, really sorry. I hurt a lot of people that I really respect, and that really sucks. And um, Nick, if you're watching this, I don't, I don't, you're probably not, but I want you to know I miss you. Yeah, I want to do better. I want, I want to do better. I want to prove that I can do better. I don't expect anyone to just give me the benefit of the doubt. But I want to show that I can do better. Um, Come on, Nick. Just go back to being the Mr. Smee to James's Captain Hook. 
He's, he's the champ kind of Ron with Ron Burgundy. Where I miss your musk, and we should yeah. get an apartment together after all. <laughs> I miss you. Yeah, and that's James Summerton, everybody. Oh, but God. let's uh, segue into our. Way to go, dude! It says from. Uh, let me pull this up here. Not Joe. Uh, I eighty five. I think this is. Um, it says, hey, you shitheads are really catching your stride. Always happy to see a new episode in my feed. I apologize for calling you shitheads in that last sentence. No, you were right. <laughs> and Taylor Potato commented on the Lauren Boebert Instagram post. I'll only accept her apology if she comes to a musical with me and get up to similar shenanigans. Mm hmm. Okay, I want to get from LVR. I don't Staubach LVR. I guess maybe. Um, and this was on the you reposted the, the like the Stacy Dash rewind with her. I think Correct. I don't know if it was King Magic. Stacy Dash flashback. Stacy Dash flash flashback and Staubach LVR says as long as she keeps looking like that, I accept any apology she throws out. I would tend to agree. Yeah. <clears throat> I think you have another one. I know you have another one. You, you were texting me about it. The Imus I one. Oh, yes, I do. But in the meantime, Fish Approved wrote, should have apologized for that awful movie he made, Easter Sunday. And that was regarding the Joe Coy post. Oh, God. Joe Coy made a movie called Easter Sunday? I, I, I think he was in it. Yeah. There's like some movie, like they, like, uh, Eli Roth just put out the Thanksgiving movie. There's like very few Thanksgiving oh, yeah. movies. There's even less Easter movies, and that's probably a good thing. A passion uh, of Christ. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> you, got, you got me there, Andy. It was like one of the biggest box offices. It like beat Titanic at the box office. Or I watch it all the time. Out of loop. <laughs> Only the crucifixion part. Yeah. It says it's a real upper. Yeah, it puts me in a good mood. Okay, uh, then this this was actually this was the one I when I said it was, was my favorite. This was the the one uh, on the Don Imus episode we just did. Uh, J four R headroom or jar, jar headroom jar headroom. Okay, um, I demand an apology from you both. You did a disservice to this great man. Imus was. Was and is a legend. Without Imus, there's no Stern. He shouldn't be remembered for this one dumb incident. His charitable work alone is impressive. Um, no. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that might be the only existing Don Imus fan, but you're entitled to your opinion, Jarheadroom. He's the only living Don Imus fan. I don't. I know very little about Don Imus. And I like it that way. And that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. So, Andy, we talked about Velveteen Dream in the last yeah. roundup last week, right? So uh, I was tasked with... <laughs> Uh, diving into Velveteen Dream, and I didn't know. So, I, I I'm not. I haven't watched wrestling since uh, 
like NWO, Hulk Hogan era, um, that type of shit. If Eric Bischoff wasn't involved, then uh, I wasn't very interested. Uh, so I don't know anything about the current state of the WWE. Don't come at me. Call message Vinnie Paulino if you want to talk about. Pro I'm happy to learn about it though. Yeah, it, it, this is a this is a great story. Um, uh, many ins and outs, uh, uh, pun intended, I suppose, uh, with this. So to set the stage a little bit here, uh, Velveteen Dream, a.k.a. Patrick Clark, came on the scene. I don't know if you remember. I do remember, like, season one of Tough Enough. I think it was on MTV. You know, these are Paramount uh, companies. I think a lot of the WWE shit uh, still appears on Paramount. Um, and you can watch it. Like, I think wrestling fans are, are, you know, definitely have Paramount Plus accounts or something like that. But that's also, like, MTV. They don't, they don't pay for extra channels. Uh, <laughs> I, I do, don't discount WWE fans. I would never... If I, if I was... There's a, a couple of fan bases that I would uh, ingratiate myself to because their uh, fandom is uh, none other and the WWE fans are are one. I respect that fandom, and so coward. <laughs> no, but I, I that's that's true. I'm not I'm kidding, not shitting on anything. That's not a joke. So tough enough was a show on MTV at one point where they take prospects, you know, people who aspire to be professional wrestlers, and they run them through a gauntlet. You know, they go to the combine or whatever uh, equivalent thing. I'm I'm hitting shit all over him. I'm getting Italian with my hand gestures. Um, so they, they come in and they run through all the thing and they, you know, weed out the losers. And then somebody at the end gets a, a big contract with the WWE. So the first season was pretty successful. Patrick Clark came in on the second season. I think it was, they brought it back and he kind of like took it by storm and people were very impressed with him. I don't, I don't believe he won because I think his uh, uh, dedication and uh, drive overtook his ability to be a human being or like, you know, it was like succeed at all costs at the expense of everyone else around me is how it felt. And so he was weeded out um, probably in the middle of the pack or something like that. He wasn't, he wasn't a people person enough to be... To interact with fans, it sounds like. But to to his credit, he was a huge fan and was dedicated and not, you know, dedicated to being a success at it in all facets of it, from the kayfabe to uh, the physicality to uh, crafting a persona and things like that. And he was really kind of like, taking the industry by storm and people were noticing. And in my clip one, John Cena was one of those people. I would rather face Velveteen Dream. <laughs> you know how like in the Star Wars movies, like the old Jedi's, they look at like the rookie Jedi's, but like, I think that's the one. I kind of have a weird, odd, Mandalorian feeling about Velveteen Dream. I think there's something special there. Yeah, so um, John Cena, uh, mainstay, all apologies, uh, hero of ours here, uh, on the wrong side of history on this one, really. Yeah. I, he was not. 
he was not wrong in spotting the talent, but talent will only get you so far. But um, there was a lot of people that felt this way. His uh, his name was in a lot of uh, people's mouth. Like he was on the come up, and uh, people were taking notice. And a- NXT, I think, is the the WWE, like the the Bush the AAA League. baseball of yeah. of WWE. He's kind of working with a young guy, uh, you know, coming. I think he was like 18 on Tough Enough. And I think when he was like really coming into his own uh, on NXT and stuff, you know, in his early 20s, 20, uh, probably 21 years old or something like that. So really just like coming up through the ranks, you know, probably doing it right. Or Sean <clears throat> Michaels was uh, a mentor. I think we'll get to that in, in the apology coming up here. Um, but really being mentored by the right people. I, I think Triple H was kind of uh, controlling um, the, the story arcs of uh, NXT at the time or whatever. Um, so the right people were taking notice and impressed with what he was doing. Uh, let's get a uh, here's, – here's his entrance uh, at one of the NXT events. Set for the NXT Championship match, the biggest opportunity of Velveteen Dream's career, and it looks like the Dream's gone Hollywood, brother. Oh yeah, he was telling me he's like Dennis Rodman. <laughs> Dennis Rodman. I mean, he he admittedly. When he was trying to, he had a character and it kind of like fell apart for some reason. And while he was trying to figure out where he was going to go with his next character, it was right around the time that Prince died. And that's why like it's very purple and his hair is up and things like that. And he really kind of like took on uh, this kind of like Prince androgynous sort of... uh, mystique or whatever and i I was watching i'm like oh it's kind of like reminiscent of like ravishing rick rude you know like it's really easy if you're like kind of gender if you're ambiguous like that the the crowds are put off by it and call you gay or whatever it makes for a good heel and i think he was really going for a good heel it was very and it was very theatric it it lent it lent you could be over the top and theatrical and you could go so many different ways for it and you could you could twist that any way that you want. And I think that's the other thing that people were really impressed with because everybody's, you know, the WWE is full of buff guys, but turning that into a story or turning it into a character is a huge thing. Like, I remember what the, like, beyond the mat shit where, like, somebody was like, puke, this guy's like, oh, I can puke on demand. It's just like, is that that a character? You know, like, are you going to come out and puke every time? Your finishing move is puking on everyone? You know, no. so people were kind of excited about where maybe this character could go. Um, Lo and behold, it kind of all fell apart. Let's go to the apology here, and then I'll get into kind of the downfall after we watch some of the apology here. So this in this clip, he's like the sorriest son of a bitch on the fucking internet. As you've probably seen or have heard over the course of the last few years, I want to apologize for my behavior. And I take full accountability for my behavior over the last three years of my life. It doesn't matter what's on the internet about me. I was wrong. Okay? Uh, And because of that, I need to apologize to a few people. First, I want to apologize to the WWE organization. I want to apologize to the WWE organization 
for any unwanted attention and negative press that I brought to your brand and your product. I want to apologize to the WWE fans and the Velveteen Dream fans because when you hear the name Velveteen Dream, it should have only been spoken about in a productive and a positive light. I want to apologize to the WWE and the fans. I want to apologize to Paul Levesque. Uh, I want to apologize to you, Paul. I'm sorry. Uh, also, I want to say I'm sorry to Shawn Michaels. And I apologize if you feel like you've wasted your time and your energy uh, investing into me. You have not. So I almost like tried to like cut this up. Like I tried to cut it. You know, you can see there's some edits in there. So I cut it in a way. But like it, he he's everything is like I apologize. I'm sorry. There's so many sorries and apologies that I had to leave a lot of it in. And, and then I broke it into two two parts here. So it's like Velveteen Dream, not to be confused with Velveeta, not to be confused with uh, Alyssa Milano's uh, whack fest uh, workout video, Teen Steam, when I was a kid. It's Velveteen Dream, everyone. Just to be clear. I, didn't we see him in court? I'm sorry, 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 sorry. Um, yeah, and now he's like a, a, a real tree wearing redneck out in, you know, in the bush or whatever the fuck he is. Um, in this next one, uh, can you handle any more apologies? Uh, I'm still a work in progress. I'm still learning. And I remember all the lessons that you taught me. Uh, Sean, I'm sorry. It's a Hootie Miles. I want to apologize to you. And I apologize for any smudges that I may have put on that resume because of my behavior. Uh, you're the last person that should have to deal with anything like that. And I'm sorry, man. Uh, I want to apologize to my family. Okay. And I apologize to you all for any energy, uh, negative energy that has had to come your way because of me. Okay. Again, I want to apologize to the fans. And those in my professional and personal life, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I recognize that I was losing myself, and I apologize to anyone that I lost along the way, anyone that I've upset or offended because of my behavior. Um, man, I'm sorry. And I hope you all forgive me. Fucking guy. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if uh, you caught on there. He's sorry. Dude, we still haven't explained why he's sorry, though, yet. Right, now we're going to get into all of that. So the thing that I didn't uh, have, I don't have anything covered here, is that, but one of the things that I, I don't want to forget is that apparently he was caught with Coke. Uh, and this isn't even, like, the biggest thing. He was caught with Coke, uh, I think, like, dead to rights. Like, I, he may have been, like, holding a bag of Coke in his hand when the cops showed up and the cop like turned his head. And when he turned back, he was snorting all of the Coke to get rid of the evidence. Like, so he, Smart. He, he did Coke in front of a cop. So uh, that's, I don't know if it's referenced in this next clip here. They said so, it, it, it was the uh, equivalent of a mega pint, <laughs> a mega pint of Coke, yeah. um, a mega bump. And um, so I don't know if it's referenced here, but so um, Vince Russo does a, a, a show and uh, one of another WWE or NXT wrestlers, EC3, 
And this is one crazy night um, that Velveteen Dream was hanging out with EC3. And he uh, left his phone in my bathroom with the camera on trying to capture people taking pisses. So what I did was I took the phone, I stopped the recording, I made sure the PP video of my wee wee was deleted. Very nice. Because that was happening in my in my home, by the way. So we put it back, turn it back on so it didn't look like somebody, you know, so it looked like the, the it was still happening, haha, you right. know, the big elaborate ruse. So is he trying to catch people peeing or get some dick pics? Super spy EC3 is getting over on this this dummy who's trying to like sneak a peek at his wang. He's a digital pecker checker. Yeah, and EC EC3 was like, I've got a, I've got a bug sweeper in my bathroom for just such an occasion. Um, but so in this next one, uh, the EC3 goes on. And this is I call this entrapment. I walk out of my own bathroom because this is where I live. <laughs> I sit on the couch. And I go and I wait. And he goes right back to the bathroom. <laughs> and I go back in right after that. Phone's gone. I'm like, I can't believe. What, what's with all the space work there? So I yeah. get out of this chair and I move that out of the way and I get a smaller chair and I sit in that chair and I sit there. It's just like, what the fuck is he doing? I, I can't believe this fop was trying to catch my dick on video. You can't? You can't? This guy, I mean, we haven't really seen... Well, his character is foppish, but... But it just goes to show how stupid Velveteen Dream was that he got outsmarted by this guy who with his uh, I'm going to sit over here sting operation that was yeah. so well thought out. Yeah. So obviously EC3 goes on that podcast, tells that story, and Velveteen Dream's just like, uh-uh-uh, clap back. Uh, this I call this one mutually assured destruction. You throw this dirt on my name saying that I tried to record you in your bathroom. Let's be honest, Mike. You're leaving out a lot of details. What were we doing that night, Mike? What type of powder was on the table, Mike? I left my phone on your bathroom counter. You try to accuse me of recording you in your own home. You're pathetic. Now control that narrative, you asshole. How the hell you turn this shit off? I like how that goes from vague and then not vague at all. And then he trips over his own dick trying to finish it off being a technological idiot. How do you turn this shit off? I've never, I've never gone live, but I'm going to go live and tell everybody that we were doing cocaine together. Uh, seems like a good plan. I'll, uh, I'll see your uh, pecker checker allegations and raise you. Fuck you! <laughs> so, um, in this next series here, package, this is an arrest that uh, was leaked to TMZ Sports. And he was at a quote-unquote gym, I think by his own description. We'll find out it wasn't a gym. But he 
apparently was asked to leave this place and he didn't want to and got in some type of altercation with an employee that he ended up, from what I can gather, I don't know why, but he bit the guy like here. And so like he, that they're kind of, they're calling it battery. He bit somebody, he got, excuse me, he got in a, an altercation with somebody and bit them and the cops show up and clip one. We have marijuana warnings. I'm not trying to call this issue. This dude's been a douchebag. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm sure my car. Yes, sir. 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 Yes, I didn't, I didn't, I bit him, I didn't hit him with a bat, it's not battery, I, I don't even know what it is, and that's funny that you say that, he's just like, what is, what is battery, so, um, in clip two here, try, uh, try pleading and screeching like a woman first. Bro, please, 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 I didn't do anything wrong, what are you talking about, I didn't do anything uh, wrong, like bag in there. this is illegal, this is illegal, sir, this is illegal, this is illegal. Just take your punishment like a man. If you can. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about. So this is illegal. He's being arrested. It's illegal. This is all a misunderstanding. You know, this is, you know, that's not what happened. This is he said, she said, or he said, he said, I guess. Um, in clip three, uh, when, when that doesn't work, lawyer up. Sir, can you tell me what I did wrong? Uh, we told you it was the battery. What and is the battery? The battery, you, you had a fight with him, you bit him. Um, I didn't bite him, sir. I didn't bite him. Okay. The other, Where's the proof of that? The other thing is... Sir, there's no other thing. I didn't can, bite can him. Can I finish? Where's my lawyer? I need my lawyer. I'm suing. I'm suing, sir. Where's my lawyer? If you don't give me a lawyer, I'm suing. <laughs> turning, turning into a Karen in front of our eyes or, or ears here. So He's a real tough guy. Uh, tough enough? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so anymore. You've never seen a movie? You know how this works? You have to go get processed, then you get a lawyer. You don't just demand a lawyer from the backseat of a cop car. Many They're going to drive you right to a law firm. I've been watching a lot of, like, I, 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 I because of our show, I'm like, there's got to be, like, people apologizing like a lot of body cam like police body cam footage with apologies i'm di i'm trying to dive into that and look for a lot of sniveling and what's really revealed is people don't understand the law at all um and he's in included in this uh, and we'll get to that in a second here um in the next clip uh uh he'll admit to certain things i may be a little inebriated i went into that bathhouse trying to enjoy myself I met two different guys that was very enjoyable. The third guy was not. He tried to get me kicked out. The other guy got me kicked out, and I was not willing to leave without my license. I cannot leave the premises without my vehicle. Super gay. <laughs> two guys were very enjoyable. Ah. Um, so... Yes. <laughs> Um, in the next one, uh, gotcha, bitch. Oh, he didn't 
So he's he's repeating himself over and over. Re- read me my Miranda rights. You didn't read me my Miranda rights. I'm not kidding. Like the, if if it was a 20 minute car ride from wherever the location is to the police station, all he did was say, "You didn't read me my Miranda rights." The entire fucking time. It's, and the was, cop just keeps turning the volume of the country yeah, music well, up. He's listening to like Willie's place on Sirius, or and he's just like not listening. He like refuses to engage with him the entire time. But um, yeah, he thinks that this is going to be a federal case. Like him getting arrested at a gay bathhouse is going to go to federal court because he wasn't read his Miranda rights. Um, in, he'll, probably, he'll probably get off uh, yeah, yeah, with a in, warning. In the next, in, a, in the next clip here, uh, repeating yourself makes you right. Did I get rid of my Miranda rights? Come on, Savannah. Did I get rid of my Miranda rights? Did I get rid of my Miranda rights? Did I get rid of my Miranda rights? Walk over there. Did I get rid of my Miranda rights? Why'd you put your hands in? Hang up in front of you. Hang up in front of you. Hang up in front of you. So let me, like I said, I was uh, watching so a lot of bad before camp footage. You, before you move on, I have a, an important question. Mm. Did he get red as Miranda? Right? <laughs> yeah. um, so like I said, I've been watching a lot of body cam footage and like this comes up every once in a while. And the thing that if you don't know um, what needs to be understood is the thing about your Miranda rights is nothing that you say before being read your Miranda rights can be used in a court of law. It's inadmissible. So it doesn't matter if he was read his Miranda rights at the time of arrest, because whatever he says in that car on the way there will be inadmissible. Once they get him in there and they do whatever processing or whatever, and they say, yeah, you are being arrested. Here's your Miranda rights. Then everything after that you those that's right. where your rights come into play when you when you give your statement and right. say what so happened that, that's what he's not realizing there and uh it, maybe it it would have saved everybody a big fucking headache if somebody said shut the, we don't have to in this at this point you don't yeah. need it at this point i'm Nobody just sorry for being a freaking idiot okay in the last clip here he's clearly insufferable Stay right there. Tell me my Miranda rights, sir. This is going to trial. Tell me my Miranda rights. No, you did not. You fucked up. You fucked up, baby. You fucked up, baby. You fucked up, baby. That's number one. Have you fucked up the Miranda rights? Have you fucked up the Miranda rights, sir? What are you, a rookie? What are you, a rookie? Oh, we got a rookie on deck. We got a rookie on deck. We got a rookie on deck, baby. We got a rookie on deck. We got a rookie yeah. on deck. He didn't tell me my Miranda yeah, rights. He did not tell me my Miranda rights. Oh my God. Yeah. So arguing with people that argue like that, where you just yell the same thing over and over again and think they're an argument. 
I think it's Dimitri Martin who says yelling the next best thing to being right. Yeah. Um, so clearly he's in some, he was notoriously hard to work with. And I think that's on full display here. I don't know what he's on toot or whatever the fuck he's got going on right there. Um, but notoriously hard to work with. And, and I think that, that lends a lot, you know, it's just like, Hey, you know, you can, it can all look great. The car, car looks great. I get in it and it's fucking clunky as fuck, man. Uh, and that's him. So this now leads us to the real reason. This Now we've built it all up. Now he's a cokehead. He fucking can't work with people. He's being arrested for uh, taking in him fucking two holes at a bathhouse, whatever the fuck's going on. It's a bathhouse. He's in a bathhouse. <laughs> yeah. He's getting, he's trying to get new fans at a bathhouse. Um, but the real reason his career ended was for uh, grooming young men. So if there was, oh, EC3 didn't know me, you know, my you know my character was ambiguous. He didn't know my sexuality or whatever, you know, all these excuses about it. Then, Ed, these are screenshots. Can you put a screenshot up? Andy, I thought you can be, you be Velveteen Dream. and, and who is on? He's on your side of the screen. Yeah. I'll be uh, a 15-year-old boy on the other side of the screen. Ed, can you put the screenshots up? I don't like where this is going. You're on your side of the screen there. So I Velveteen Dream text, you're kind of grown to be 15. Yeah, I get that a lot. I'm 6'2 and 205 pounds. Pretty, too. You're going to be in good hands. I'm flattered you think so much of me. I like you a lot. Heart emoji. Heart emoji. That means the world to me. I look up to you a lot. What else can I do for you? Could I maybe get a follow? Just to flex on my friends? You can unfollow me after. No, our relationship will be meaningful. <laughs> you in shape? You in any shape? Not really. I've been st- I've been starting to try and lose weight and stamina train. Progress pics? And there's a, a photo that was removed or something like that. I'm not in the best shape currently. Delete that story, and you have time to get in shape. I just did, but may I ask why? My interactions are sacred and private, meant for the two of us alone. Understood? Chillamo. <laughs> so that's really, and there was like somebody, I think his name was Jacob Fuller, or Jason Fuller, uh, some Fuller, Fuller of dick meat or that was velveteen's dreams intention um but somebody came forward it is just like a long history of him it's real easy when you're in like a um 
a business of wearing very little clothing to just be like, show me your body. Uh, but like, it was always just like, are you getting in shape? Show me the progress. Show me, show me your upper body. Now show me your lower body. Now lower your drawers. Like, and there's like, or your glutes looking these days. I didn't, I didn't include the, the, uh, the dick pic snapshot that was part of all of this. Cause who really, we don't need to see. Go watch a go watch fucking the WWE if you like shirtless guys, but um, yeah. So all being difficult and a cokehead and an asshole, and then grooming fifteen, sixteen, seventeen year old boys, um, yeah, that leads to you being fired. Yes, and it also leads to me deciding that whether or not we accept that apology falls under this category. The fuck that. Fuck you, fuck that. Look at him, he's nothing, guys. Piece of shit. Because I'm a madman! <laughs> well, yeah. yes. And uh, what do we think about James Summerton? Do you think that oh he's God. actually get, sorry? Get help, get a grip, get <laughs> fucking a lot of things, man. Or get over it, uh, delete shit, stop paying attention to that. I don't know. There's a million. Play more video games and less fucking reading queer fanfic. I I know. know. So what was really left out of that? And I mean, if you are remotely interested in that topic and you want to go watch that H-Bomber guy. Me? No, No, I'm not you. Just anybody that's listening to this that is wondering why that's like such a such a sensational story. It's because of the deep dive that H-Bomber guy did on James Summerton exposing like wine for wine of every single video. I'm sorry, what? Use Coffeezilla to uh, Logan Paul's crypto yeah. fucking oh. scam. Yeah, like that level. It, it's just like undeniable. Because a lot of times people will be like, oh, this guy's just, you know, he's jealous that this guy has some success and they don't like each other. But H Bomber guy has like all of the receipts and the stack is to the ceiling mm. like the, the evidence is absurd so yeah. i probably did a bad job covering it but um in the meantime i'm gonna say that james summerton gets this shut the fuck up <laughs> that crying shit is for the birds nobody wants to yeah. see that here he's just oh, <laughs> what's that one from that's Ruben Stuttered's. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm glad I don't know that one. <laughs> anyway, I want to encourage everybody to go to the Instagram account, please. Uh, you can find out what we're going to do on the next uh, mini episodes that are going to be on Patreon. If you want to follow and like there and go rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts for Andy Q Public and Joe Sixpack. Stay, Stay sorry. sorry.